Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Golf's Perfect Imperfections. Sav's doing the intro today. Um, so, hi, everybody. Hey, Sav. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Dad? That was a good introduction. I, I really, uh, really enjoyed that. Maybe we should have you doing the introduction from now on. <laughs> I was a little nervous. <laughs> Broke a sweat a little bit, but... <laughs> it did terrific. Thanks. We are just... Uh, talking about uh, before the show started how uh, how ter- how nice your instagram uh page is doing and uh, you're you're getting close to 10,000 followers yeah it's been uh, I think been going some good. kudos on that you know thanks it's uh it's looking really good yeah i try to i quite like creating content on instagram so it's been fun and i've um you know been able to do it all super organically which is nice yeah, kind of leaving me in the dust too. <laughs> well, you got your you're you're the you're the YouTuber and I'm the Instagrammer. Uh, well, I agree with that. You can't be everywhere all at once. Only God can do that. But Instagrammer in the sense of I'm just an athlete trying to share my journey. I don't I don't quite like the um, the term influencer. I don't. I don't think of myself as an influencer just because I have some like people following me. Right. I'm just you know a regular girl playing some golf, trying to you know get better and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but people care about what you think. Oh, for sure. But I I don't like being called influencer because I just like sharing the things that I like. So I share you hey. know recipes or like health and wellness products that I like and stuff like that. So I kind of have a little mix of everything. I try to keep it uh, fresh and interesting on there. Well, we really need a lot of that, Sav. And uh, I've, I've, I've seen, because uh, I don't visit Instagram very often, uh, but, um, you know, I've, I've noticed a lot more um, food-related health uh, advertising out there. Mm-hmm. And which reminds me a lot of when I had my allergies tested. And there's there's one, there's a test with one company for 96 different foods, and those are that's pretty much the test that I was given about seven years ago, and that changed my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I went from having migraines every 10 days to having migraines maybe once a year, and only if you know I misstep. And, or I was in a restaurant and something was in there that shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. And um, my quality of life has, uh, has gone through the roof since then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it does become a lot more mainstream now. And the, the crooks of it is, is you know, the, the, the U.S. Is, is coming out with the, the vast majority of these prog- programs. Mm-hmm. And I just found one that they'll uh, they'll deal with Canadians and Europeans as well so I can't mm-hmm. wait to I can't wait to talk to you guys about that I just discovered that this afternoon oh that'll be good because uh... so, uh, we just we just have to uh, we have to send some stool samples out though oh, <laughs> oh that's that's a no-go oh Which... man <laughs> that's a no-go that's a deal breaker there so nope, that's a deal breaker. oh man <laughs> no thank you thank you very Let me much think about that one <laughs> next <laughs> Well, you know, I'll, I I can start first, and uh, and if things uh, <laughs> no, go well, Dad, <laughs> stop. I don't care. I'm an old fart. Stop. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear that. So, uh, so on another note, 
um, the video we just put out today, I'm very happy it's doing well. And uh, the last week's video is doing extremely well, too. Mm -hmm. Something about this 125-pound girl hitting a 290 on a consistent basis. I mean, People don't like who, that. who wouldn't want to watch that and, and find out what that's all about? And <laughs> the, the good news is it's all true. Mm -hmm. And it, I'm, I'm, you know, she's in the flesh and blood right here in my house. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's been a pleasure to watch you blossom into this amazing golfer you, and moot too. Holy cow, man. Thanks, you, Sean. You know, I, I couldn't be more proud of you guys. So, um, the video today is going to help all of the listeners with their backswings and, organize themselves in a way that can really facilitate the engagement of their kinetic chain, right? That all important reflex action that uh, we all have as humans on this planet. And you'll see that in all kinds of disciplines, whether it's football or baseball or, you know, hammering nails for crying out loud, you know, anything. And, um, when you put your feet together, and for most of you listening, you know what that deal is all about and how important it is for centering. And if you stay centered, you have a good, consistent low point. And if you have a good, consistent low point and your center of mass and your center of gravity is not moving around, that means that your contact and your direction are immediately going to benefit from that. So... Now that you've got this wonderful, you know, centered motion, if you're struggling with getting, you know, that put together, we added a nice dimension to that. And it's the slow motion aspect of it. We do feet together, slow motion backswing. And we've done a video of this in the past where we did uh, uh, super slow, super relaxed and the biggest backswing possible. And while you're performing that backswing, you, you know, so let's say you, you start off with the first three feet of the backswing with your arms and club, you'll feel immediately to stay relaxed, you'll feel the need to allow the legs and the hips to rotate. And in order for there not to be any tension in your legs or any um, strain, the knees are going to stay on top of the feet and that's going to nudge your posterior towards the target. And this in turn is going to maintain the tilt of your spine in a way that's going to allow you to swing through the ball along the ground and into the direction of the target. So after those first three feet, you keep going very slow and very relaxed. You'll feel that the right arm, if you're a right-handed player, is going to need to bend. And when that happens, the right forearm is going to rotate and the left forearm is going to rotate clockwise, the right forearm clockwise as well. And that's going to place your wrists in a beautiful position to hinge. And then the wrists are going to hinge up ni nicely with the arms staying in front of you. If the arms don't stay in front of you and they start falling behind you, you'll start losing your balance. 
And if you start losing your balance, you're going to feel immediate tension in your core. Your abs are going to tighten up and you can't be relaxed anymore. Therefore, that's the sign that you're no longer in the right position. So your legs are turning to stay relaxed. Your arms are staying in front of your chest to stay relaxed and balanced. The club head is staying above your hands for support. Or your hands are staying under the club for support. And then you allow the arms to rise up. So then as you get to the top of that backswing, well, you're just going to let the arms fall toward the target. That's the command. So then the brain says, okay, for the arms to fall past my body towards the target, we's going to have to do a little squatting. Mm. And then the brain secures the ground with a nice squat through the glutes and quads, secures the arches of the feet and the ankles to the ground. And then what ensues is the kinetic chain. And you just didn't do anything to try and promote it. All you did is try to let your arms swing toward the target without any interference or any help. The instant you try to hit the ball hard or push down with the arms, you will sabotage that cycle and ruin the whole thing. So you're just going to let the arm swing past you towards the target and enjoy the show. You're just a witness to what's happening. Mm -hmm. You guys have any questions about that? Uh, no. Uh, well, just about uh, the ball position. Because I remember I was having a hard time to figure out where the ball should be in relation to the club path as I'm coming down uh, towards the target. Well, that's a wonderful question there, Grasshopper. <laughs> so if we look at the center of the feet when your feet are together, uh, you would have the ball off the big toe of your right foot for a draw and off the big toe of your left foot for a fade. If you're that's ready. If you're righty, correct. Very good. And um, so the club right in the center of the feet and the ball just the hair forward is set fade. Mm -hmm. And the ball in the center of the feet and the ball and the club just the hair back of that for the draw. Correct. And that way you won't feel the need to reach back mm -hmm. or reach forward when it comes to delivering your action. Mm -hmm. That's the, the place where your arms are going to be um, you know, allowed to swing past you without feeling the need to make corrections to meet the ball mm -hmm. or to make sure that the ball goes in that direction. Correct. So keeping, you know, and that's where you know your setup really matches the picture because you don't feel any uh, need to interfere with the swing. Right. And you become a pure witness to, well, how good, how good is this kinetic chain going to engage, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so then distance to ball, of course, is you could grab that by doing a Goldilocks, mm -hmm. you know, have, have yourself reach for the ball off balance and, you know, in a, to a point where you feel like you can't let the arms fall mm -hmm. or too close to the point where 
you feel the need to stand up to make room. And if you got the right distance between you and the golf ball, you feel like, hey, I, I can just let my arms fall toward the target and I got all the room I need for that to, ha to occur. Right. And then the rest is, well, your grip club relationship with which both of you have found your niche now. And, and that's what's just, you know, that's why I'm so excited for next season for you, Moo, because we, we had a stage where we had to close the club dramatically and give you a super strong grip because you had such force and mm -hmm. brute strength and, you know, like a raging bull. <laughs> and yeah. and that, that club phase squaring up just didn't have a chance. Right. Yeah, it was just I was going too fast and uh, I needed something to help me anchor that speed so that I'm able to get yeah. solid contact and solid ball flights. That's it. Like a Ferrari engine with a lot of suspension. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but then we figured out the lead arm release to come out oh, a little quicker. And then I, I was realizing that I had to actually scrub the face a bit more instead of closing it and yes. now it's it's, it's uh, the, uh, the closure rate with the face is a lot better and not more efficient without yes. it being so closed and it's uh really eye-opening and like just like you told me to watch bryson the way he releases lead arm yeah it, it connected that field connected and i started to see how that relates to my swing and how i can develop that and same thing watching tiger too like you mentioned uh in the previous video that you did with charlie I did see the similarities where the lead arm releases in a very uh, quick fashion, like you're a tennis release, like a lead arm release in tennis. Yes. And then um, ever since then, it's just uh, becoming more automatic right? when I go to practice. I'm not thinking about it as much. And it's uh, just kind of based off feel. And it's also increased my club at speed, oddly enough. <laughs> I noticed yeah. uh, with the, uh, the, the fairway wood, it's now humming between 125 and – 130 club at speed, which is phenomenal. It's just like, it's pretty cool. Insane. Yeah. Stav, aren't you proud of this boy? Oh, yeah. Aren't you awesome? No, I'm so <laughs> proud of him. That He's is, uh, you know, for all you listening, uh, if, you know, oftentimes when I, I, I'm with a student and we close the face dramatically and they, they're in disbelief, right? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's no way I can hit a ball like this. And then I go, no, no, I just want you to cut grass with that. And then it just happens that the ball is in the way. And then the ball flies out there straight mm -hmm. and their jaw goes to the ground. They're in complete shock. And then, you know, it takes a while for them to come back to earth and, and understand that there's a dynamic aspect of impact. Yeah. yeah. And, and then once the release pattern starts to kick in, which is what happened to you, mm -hmm then there is less need to close the face. That's it. And eventually you find a really nice balance and you come into your own and it's, it's a balance that's, you know, anatomically sound mm -hmm. and free of strain. Yeah. And, uh, wow, man, it's just, what a pleasure it is to watch you swing a golf club and strike the golf ball and listen to how that ball is being struck. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool to just to see the progression myself is uh, just the, like you said, the dy dynamic aspect of the, the swing in relation to the club face. That's where I was having troubles with in the past. Like sometimes it'd just be too open and then push left for, for draws. And 
now I don't have to think about it as much when I'm just yeah. trying to play a draw t- towards the, to a certain target. And, and, uh, it's, and it's effortless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And also uh, one thing is that I'm getting better at engaging the legs more in a way that uh, the arm club unit is just, I'm a, just a witness of the arm club unit just swiping through the shot and going releasing to the target. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, I think it's a good blend between um, what Bryson is doing and Kyle, Kyle Berkshire, mm-hmm. where they push the envelope and they they wear down the central nervous system. Yeah, and and then they kind of sit back, relax, and let it happen. Yeah, when they're in competition, right? Because mm-hmm. when they're in competition, I mean that that competitive fire is uh, and that adrenaline is going so hard. You really it doesn't need any assistance, right? And, um, and that's where it's important that, uh, you, you know, you just, you really do become a witness. You say, Hey man, we're going that way. And then you let the dog off, off the leash and let's go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, uh, to doing a little bit of that, that kind of training as well. Sure. So, uh, and then the, the, the lit, you know, while, while I was down traveling, I just got back from Mexico, and um, the, the weather down there was just spectacular. Can't imagine. Um, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know if it's you know it's, it's the the surroundings, right? It's it's surreal. Where where we were in Huatulco, mm-hmm. which is this beautiful little town on the Pacific coast, and uh, there's one golf course there called Las Parotas Mm -hmm. and it is a spectacular site this golf course has uh, the Parotas tree is a scene right out of Avatar wow and you know it's the same look to the tree Mm -hmm. and they got these things growing in the middle of the fairways that's so cool and so you either take the low road under the branches which Right. You know, the lowest branch is probably 50 feet in the air. Wow. And or you take the high road, mm. which is about 100 feet in the air. So you can you can actually take it over those trees. No problem. Right. Uh, or you can just punch it under the trees and the fairways have great roll. I mean, the, the golf course is in spectacular shape and um probably one of the best putting surfaces in the south that i've ever had the pleasure of rolling the ball on did you get a chance to play uh like yeah, nine holes out and, play, out and played a few holes it was uh, it was a busy time yeah um but uh just uh you know i, I can't stop raving about the experience mm-hmm. and um you know one of my students there we got to you know a point during the lesson where we talked about, you know, initiating that kinetic chain and the way I was able to do it. And if you'll see this in the, uh, the premium channel in the kinetic chain facilitation series, and what we're, we're going to be putting an addendum on that series because of, uh, uh, you know, I've already, you know, delivered this to so many, you know, to so many students down there Yeah, and already a few students online when I got back. And uh, we talk about sending divots 
into the direction of the target, or you remember the two T's, which was be very beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. So we send the two T's in the direction of the target in slow motion. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, all of a sudden the backswing is really slow. Mm -hmm. The beginning of the downswing is really slow, but then the kinetic chain kicks in by default and everything just fires out. And then the person's left there going, what just happened? <laughs> and the ball's flying the, the farthest they've ever hit in their life. Yeah. And, and they go, you're a wizard of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, they think it's a, it's a magic spell that I just put on them. Right. Because they, they have... You know, they, they can't believe that a ball could go that far with such little effort. Yeah, it always throws people off the first time. It threw so, me uh, off. So the next practice session that you guys, you know, go into, try that out. Okay. Oh, you take the two T's mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, our two, our button T's that we have for the, for the simulators. Yeah. And, uh, and just in slow motion, send them into the screen towards a specific spot on the screen okay and and experience that for yourself and it it really will feel like a page out of joaquin neiman's book oh true staying deep in that downswing yeah oh yeah, man i was already me. working on that yeah and it, i don't know if it was because i was working on it mm -hmm. and you know it's it's when when you see a certain pattern then the brain starts making connections mm. it's like the planets lined up yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh, and and we just had the most magical lesson uh, together, and uh, so if you're listening, you know, student, mm -hmm. uh, you, you are officially now uh, the slow motion man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one to try out. Yeah, we can also do it on the GC Hawk on that setting. Uh, what it's called, where the uh, we play on the. Uh, oh, the breaking the glass. Breaking the glass in that garden. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That'd be a fun one to do because it gives you a, a, a fine target to focus on, like a certain box or a certain mm -hmm. section on it. That's it. Yeah, definitely gonna try that. That's a fun game. Yeah. So um, yeah, so apart from that, um, anything else going on? Anything happened while I was away? How's your How's your training sessions going? Um, for me, I feel like I'm I've hit a little wall that I'm trying yeah. to get through. But uh, okay. tell me about it. Uh. I don't know. So what kind of wall? Clubhead speed wall? Yeah. So you're between 100 and 105? Yeah, hovering around there. Well, the the factor, like, the factor is it's like you've been training back heavy weight again, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to shot your system. So like being able to swing fast after overtraining your muscles uh with the load that we did yesterday is you know it's tough to overcome mentally right but you just have yeah. to re recognize that you're not 100 percent right now you're operating at maybe 40 percent to 30 percent muscle recovery mm -hmm. which is you know not yeah. ideal when you're playing on a golf course right so it's like realistically you're not 100 mm percent -hmm. so you have to accept that uh reality and then work with that 30 percent you have that day and make it efficient for you for that session yeah man i'm so not worried for you sav and just like i was saying is a lit you know it's it's a, a bunch of little pieces 
that are floating around in the, in the brain. Mm. And then the brain finds that connection. And then overnight, you'll be swinging at 110 miles an hour. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that 110 is a possibility, uh, not not a possibility, it's a sure thing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, pref- you executed perfectly on the on the swing caddy very yeah. easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're an explosive athlete, and uh, that's exactly what Moose says. You know, you, you, we're going over to get some, some pieces of the puzzle that you need as far as muscle mass. Yeah. And then, uh, then we're going to, we're going to train the speed. I really like the post that you did with the lead hand and the trail hand, and then both hands together with the swing caddy. Yeah. It's the, the little routine that Moo put together for me. I loved it. I mean, I was smiling when I saw that and, uh, I was, uh, you know, I want if I, if I was there right now, I'd be, you know, nudging the two of you in the shoulder with a nice fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I picked that up from, uh, Martin Bortmeyer, and then yes. ap- apply that to the swing caddy, and it works the same way. And uh, I think that's going to be the, the difference maker for Sav um, as it, as we progress. And mm-hmm. right now, it's just uh, the, the slow steps that you said, the small steps that are necessary right now to yep. acquire that speed mm-hmm. and that fast reach yep. muscle. Just a little frustrating as, along the way, but well, don't uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Sav, mm. go to my swing. Uh, when I was at Richmond Hill in the early days in 2007, go look at my swing back then and then look at my swing now and look at how much more engaged my legs are. Yeah. If my legs didn't have this kind of engagement that I have today, I'd be a lot shorter hitter. Because mm-hmm. I had the strength back then and now I've got the experience and the efficiency. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, as a 56-year-old compared a 40-year-old, um, you know, my muscle mass has definitely diminished. And, um, you know, I, I, of course, I got to address that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fun because, you know, I'll, I'll do a nice training session and, and I'll warm up nicely and I'll, I'll go back up to 115 miles an hour and I'll go, eh, I'm okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a little lazy that way <laughs> and uh you know because uh and and hey, knock on wood man, i'm i'm very very satisfied right that's it with the way i strike the ball and with the accuracy in which i i can deliver a golf ball and and uh, you know there are no weaknesses in my game and i feel that i can put i can put it together uh at any given point on the golf course and you know that's why I I do what I do with you guys, mm-hmm. and I and I really appreciate and and love you for, you know, being on that journey with me, mm-hmm. and and helping our listeners experience that for themselves. And and by the way, while while I'm talking, Jamie Lett, ah uh, yes, our, our favorite Southern boy from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, he just had a course record 61. I just got a text from him today. <laughs> That's neat. And then uh, followed that up with a 63. And, you know, let me, uh, let me go uh, read that text that, um, that he sent to me. That's some good golf right there. Dude, he just beat me. Cause that's my next, my, I mean, I've shot 65 right-handed and 67 left-handed. 
Yeah. And my next goal is to break 65. Damn. And I'm bringing all my pieces of the puzzle together, uh, you know, in order to be able to do that. Yeah, it's a tall feat. To, well, not a tall feat. It's just you just oh. got to put it together. You got to work hard at it. And, well, and, yeah. The, you know, and the, attack it as hard as you can. The planets have to align very nicely, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, where was that sucker? Was that in, gonna see if it's an E, yeah, where was it, Messenger? Was it Facebook, uh, Instagram? See, I'm, I'm, I'm just a highly, a highly functioning, uh, um, uh, internet. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Um, I'll have to find that out uh, in the next show for you. I thought I had it on um, text. Okay. Or maybe it was email. I think maybe it was email. Usually emails you, right? I think so. Let me go check that out. So, um, so I mean, you know, to shoot 61. Yeah. I mean, and, and here's, here's another one. Here's uh, David from uh, San Antonio, Texas, and he's been a longtime student of mine. Yeah. He says, I just wanted to give you an update of my golfing progress since it all began with you. Your teaching has changed my golfing life this past year at several goals. Nice. One, shoot my age or better several times. Right. So uh, 73, turned 74 two weeks ago. Second goal to have a bogey-free round, and third goal to break seventy. As of December thirtieth, I had only achieved number one, shot my age or below ten to twelve times, and then I have not—I have not had a bogey-free round yet. Mm -hmm. But yesterday the weather was so great, and I joined a group at a local course and broke seventy for the first time. Shot sixty-nine. Nice. Shot thirty-seven on the front nine. Was playing well with one birdie and two bogeys, and one three putt. Going into number eighteen, I needed to birdie. It was a short three hundred and forty-yard par four. I had to punch a fifty-two under some limbs to the green, leaving me a ten-foot birdie putt and drain it right in the center of the hole. Wasn't sure of my score until I, my partner, my playing partners added it all up. Mm -hmm. That's what typically happens, right? Yeah, you yeah. don't pay attention to the score. You don't pay attention to score ever. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing pretty good. Let's keep going. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you become yeah. prison of the and moment. You just stay in that little cozy bubble and don't come up for air until you're at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> So I wanted to thank you again for all the for all you do for the golfing community and keep sharing your wisdom. That's yeah. really cool. Very sweet. And um, and I'm still looking for Jamie's. What the heck? Uh, where'd you put it? Was me. Uh. So um. Yeah, I'll have to find it in my emails, and we'll talk about it in the next show. Yeah, we have to get him on the show and uh, dive in on what he discovered out there while he was, you know, in the zone and playing and, and being present in the moment for sure. Yeah, kind of, kind of cool facetiming you guys at the uh, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone everyone can hear me well. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so hey, man, you know, I wanted to 
Wish all our listeners the best of seasons. I can't wait to get this sucker started. Uh, there's some great things going to happen for all of us in 2022. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. We're going to do good things. Oh, yeah. A lot of great things on, on the greens and golf course for us. And, um, you know, we, uh, we're in a nice sweet spot right now. Let's just keep evolving. And that's exactly what Jamie said in the, in the, in the text. Mm-hmm. He says, all I'm doing is I'm sticking with my task. I don't wonder what's going on. If I miss a shot, I just regroup and focus on my next task. And I know I can't repeat and make sure. Mm-hmm. So I just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer and, anticipating or yeah, micromanaging what happened on the last shot exactly and then so now he's getting into flow state more often than not that's right yeah and i knew i knew that was going to happen it's inevitable that this is going to happen because of the way we're wired and and built for success as you know survivors on this planet right yeah yeah survivors we're thrivers on this planet and, you know, this brain of ours is such an amazing problem solver. You just put it to a task and stay on that task like a pit bull, right? Yeah. Or like Tom Cruise on his wingman at the end of the movie. Yeah. And, uh, and you just don't let go of that task and you stick with it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And good things are going to happen. Yeah. And, and good things are happening to Jamie right now. And I just can't wait to talk to that. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll too. have to get all his secrets on the next That's podcast it. so until then everyone have an awesome week and uh we'll talk to you again next week take care all the best bye best all good